Hello, everybody, and welcome to the SoCap Improv Comedy Podcast. My name is Ralph. I'm the owner and artistic director of the SoCap Improv Comedy Theater in Toronto. We're at 154 Danforth Avenue, above the Black Swan Tavern on the second and third floor. We do classes, shows, corporate events, uh, classes predominantly for people who are not looking to become comedians, but who like what improv brings to their lives. Uh, you know, in terms of helping overcome self-confidence, overcome self-consciousness, embracing self-confidence. I like to say, get out of your head and get into the moment, uh, which is something that we can all do more of. Absolutely. There's a, there's a lot of overlap between improv and mindfulness and stoicism and um, Taoism. And... Uh, what I often say is that, well, if, you know, ancient philosophies like Taoism and Buddhism and Stoicism say these things and uh, mindfulness says it and modern psychology says it, there's got to be something to all this stuff. And I firmly believe that there is. And in fact, I was just reading today another article in the Toronto Star about um, a clinician uh, physician who's using improv to help her uh overcome imposter syndrome and certainly it will help with that stretching comfort zones so many things anyway today uh oh first of all uh, of course every uh, podcast has a sponsor today's sponsor uh is wexler's beef wexler's beef our hands are in your mouth so uh look for wexler's beef for all your fine beef products uh whatever beef related needs you may have look for wexler's beef our mouth your mouth is in our hands or our hands are in your mouth. <laughs> Either way, it's disgusting, but great. Uh, yeah, so today I wanted to talk about uh, uh, something that, that, that is a, one of the very, I guess, most important traps uh, that lead to bad improv, I guess, or improv that doesn't transform or change or is not interesting. Um, and that's uh, what I call the argument trap. Uh, and uh, it would go by a bunch of different names, but essentially what it is, uh, is uh, two characters at least, <clears throat> and they have differing opinions on what they want to do. Uh, you know, the classic you know, kind of, or a classic example might be, uh, and I, you see this all the time, if a character steps up and starts painting a fence, uh, almost invariably, another character will step up and say, you can't paint that here. Uh, and we lead right to an argument or a conflict between the characters. And, and while it seems to be, and it can lead to be a conflict between the characters and not the actors, Typically, this is a conflict between the actors and what tends and uh, so I want to talk about what it is, why it happens, uh, how to recognize it, uh, ways to get out of it, um, uh, because it the, the, the big problem with it, there's two big problems, is that when you engage in the argument trap or in, you can call it an argument as a game or it's a denial of reality or it is a refusal to engage in the game that another person wants to play or the gambit that they're uh, want to do or the, or you know it's 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 uh, or blocking is an old term for it it basically doesn't allow the scene to move forward 
Um, and this happens on stage. It also happens in real life too. In real life, it manifests itself in the uh, in the way that we don't listen to each other, and uh, basically we just have conversations at each other, trying to convince other people of our point of view, rather than accepting what their point of view is or their opinion is, and then dealing with that. And that's that's the way of the, the argument trap, which we'll get to. So the argument trap tends to occur when the characters take up opposite positions. And often this is because of the actors taking up opposite positions because, or this is why I think it happens, um, the one thing about conflict between characters or between the actors is that it's easy, right? I know my role. If you say, uh, why don't we go to the park? And they're like, oh, no, I'd rather go to the store. Oh, please, the park is much nicer. Well, if we go to the store, we can do this. It's a really, it's really, um, how would you say, it's familiar. It's easy to do. But the problem is it doesn't go anywhere. We just keep going. We're just talking back and forth at each other. And nothing is happening. The emotional stakes of the scene are, are not changing. We're not advancing anything. We're just stuck. We're stuck in a loop. And to me, I like I like musical analogies a lot for improv. And and it's like we are on a stuck on a melodic refrain that just keeps repeating and repeating and repeating. And even if it's the most beautiful melodic refrain you've ever heard, eventually you get tired of it and we get, and we tire of it. But the, the one thing, especially for novice improvisers is that it's familiar and everybody thinks you need conflict. And the one conflict they understand is conflict between the characters. But uh, to me, it's deep seated. It's more based in fear is where this manifests. And it's, and one of the ways that uh, we can try to control our fear is control the situation. That's one of the two main types of ways that we control our fear, by controlling the situation. And if I just say no to whatever you want to do and say, here's my idea, that's controlling the situation. And it helps me deal with my fear. Uh, but it doesn't allow discovery. It doesn't allow play. It doesn't allow collaboration. It doesn't allow serving the relationship or serving the experience. It's about my needs. And that's, and that's why... One of the reasons why it doesn't work. So that's the argument trap. It's the it's the immediate sort of naysaying of whatever the other person wants to do, or trying to change their minds. Uh, and it, now it doesn't always have to be in a negative place. It can be in a very positive place. Positive in the sense of like being nice. So for example, if character A says, "Mom always loved you best," ninety five percent of the time. The other improviser will say, oh, no, she didn't. What are you talking about? No, no, she loved us both equally. And that comes from a place of, you know, kindness, not kindness, niceness. Because I, I differentiate between kindness and niceness. In that kindness is hearing what you need to hear, whereas niceness is hearing what you want to hear. Um, and it's up to you to depend which one you like better. But uh, it's, um, so it's a nice... We're trying to not rust, not not um, you know rock the boat too much, and we're trying to be supportive, right? It's the same way when our kids come to us and say, "I don't want to go to school because I'm scared," and we as parents say, "What's well, nothing to be scared about? It's fine. You'll be fine. Go to school." So it it can come from a very place of nice. Uh, it had there's a lot of a lot of times it is based in that, you know. And again, another character says. Boy, oh boy, I really, I really messed up that meeting. And ninety-five percent of the time, the other character will say, "No, you didn't. You did fine. What are you talking about?" And see, and now what happens is nobody has any idea what the reality is. Did they mess up or did they not? And now we've got to spend time figuring this out. 
Um, and this is the argument trap. We go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And finally, one character will capitulate and go, you know what? Actually, now that you talk about it for 35 minutes, you're right. You did. You could have done better. And we're not really any farther ahead. And now the scene's practically over because the one thing we did have, which was this argument, is now over. And once that is over, we recognize that's probably the end of the scene. It's like if you started a scene and you didn't talk for three minutes and then you said something, well, we, we know the scene's over. And it's the same thing. But in during this uh, period of time, nothing's really happened. So that's the argument trap. Uh, we get into it, I think, out of fear mainly, so that if nothing is happening, there's no risk. And so I'm like, I'm safe, I'm good. So a controlling way to control our fear. Uh, but it doesn't allow any discovery or anything to happen. So it's boring. Uh, everybody's in their head thinking about what to say. No one's having a good time. The uh, actors generally are in a, like, a, I'd rather be any place else. Why isn't this working? And anybody watching it will be bored to tears. So what do you do? <laughs> what do you do uh, when confronted with these? So the first is to say yes as to this is what's happening. So mom loved you best. Of course she did. Of course she did. Of course mother loved me best. I'm the superior child. That's one That's one way to do it. Or, uh, you know, if character A says, you should move out. Uh, and again, 95% of the time, people will fire back with some kind of, but I can't move out because I can't afford it. So the first thing you can do is just say yes. Okay, you're right. I've lived here long enough. It's time to move on. I really messed up that meeting in there. Oh, you sure did. We're fired. Or you're fired. You're dead. You know, like we, we can say yes. That's the first one. Uh, right. Or yeah, I'm trying to think of another example where a character might say something mean to you. Like, um, you're not a nice person. You want to say yes to that. Yeah, I'm not a nice person. You bring it out. And, right. These are all saying yes to the idea that I'm not a nice person. And you might want to justify that. And do whatever you want with it. Um, so one, we can say, yes, you should do, you know, you should wash the dishes. Okay. I'll wash the dishes. You should move out. Okay. I'll move out. We should get a divorce. Yeah, we definitely should get a divorce. You can say yes. First of all, someone's painting a fence. Hey, nice job painting that fence here. Good job. Well done. <laughs> uh, now the other, the other flip side of that is if you go out to paint a fence and someone says, you can't paint that fence here. Say yes to that. Oh, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. Oh, I will move on. Now, that person who just said you can't paint the fence here will say, will say, oh, wait, I was wrong. Please come back and paint. Um, but so even if you suggest something and the other person denies your reality, you can say yes to that denial. Oh, I had no idea. I beg your pardon. I really messed up in there. No, you didn't. You did fine. Really? Oh, wow. I guess I miss. I guess I mistook, you know, the boss slapping me on the back as an active aggression. Okay, because at the end of the day, all we really want is have the details uh, solidified so we know what's happening, so we can move forward. So that's the one you can say yes. The second one is you can fight back if you want, but then you got to escalate it, right? You can't just be like, no, uh, you know, let's go to the park. No, I'd rather go to the store. Well, I'd rather go to the park. Well, I'd go to the store. Nothing happens. So you could, if you need to, say no, uh, but in a way that escalates it and raises it. I want to go to the park. You know what? We've been to the park three days in a row. Let's go to a store. Let's do something different. Okay. 
Well, now we've escalated. Okay, now it's firing back. And now the problem is not where we're going to go, which nobody cares about. Nobody cares if you go to the store or the mall because they're not real. What we care about is what's happening between the people. So like, oh boy, that's a, that's a huge thing. So you can say no, but you've got to escalate it. And then uh, if I'm determined, like let's say it's a conflict of you need to move out because you're not paying rent. Or the other character says, I can't move out because I have no money. Uh, and you're basically throwing me out on the street. So a character A says, you need to move out. Character B says, I can't move out. I will die out there. Back to character A. Good. Good. Starve. Okay, now we have a scene. And like, oh my gosh, they really want them out. And now it's about the people. Not about leaving an apartment, which isn't real. And nobody cares about uh, And then the third option to avoid the, 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 the argument trap is to say, why would you say that? Right? Boy, I really messed up in there. Why would you say that? Boy, mom loved you best. You know? Yeah. Okay. Well, what's this about? What's going on? Why are you bringing this up now? So that's a third option. Just digging down into what the person, the character is trying to get across. Uh, all of these are better than the knee-jerk reaction of no. No, it's not. What are you talking about? And trying to gaslight the other character into, into accepting your point of view. Conversely, if you are being gaslit by the other character, say yes to the gaslighting. Oh, you know what? Why did I get that so wrong? Huh, thank you for being here and pointing out the reality. Uh, now, how to avoid these? The one thing about them is they're so ingrained in so many people. Uh, you know, I, I know people that have been doing these for years, and I try to help them avoid them and, and stay out of them, but they're so ingrained in a lot of us so part of our default system that it's really hard to get out of them and uh i would recommend if you know you do this if notes have been given to you that you do this that you have someone else uh pointed out to you and if it's not on an improv stage if it's in real life and you tend to take up an opposite position and try to talk people into your point of view rather than dealing with their point of view ask people to tell you i think i don't know how else to get around it because in the real world like we don't listen to people, right? We just try to convince them our point of view. We like to give people advice, not because, you know, we even follow our own advice. We just want to matter. But, you know, if someone tells you something, say yes, and then figure out why they think that. You know, one thing that's different is like, um, it used to be okay to have different opinions. And then we just talk about why we have differing opinions. But now it's, it's not like that. Anyway, that's for this week. So thanks for tuning in. And I'll see you next time here on uh, the Snow Gap Improv Comedy Podcast. Thanks.